Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. shout I'm ready I've never seen a time when people are more hungry for revival I've been on 16 planes in the last two weeks 16 different flights I took eight flights between Wednesday and Saturday traveling the nation stirring revival y'all need, y'all need to pray me in an airplane come on somebody but I have been just stirring a spirit of revival people are more hungry than they've ever been People are looking for answers from another world. And how many of you are glad that the church on planet Earth is not going down? We're going up and we have answers. I've been teaching on my favorite subject and it's not chicken. Come on, somebody. My favorite subject to teach on is the Holy Spirit. And I've been preaching on the dove, emblems of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to know that it's my desire that through this study, you literally explode in your comprehension of the Holy Ghost. Because one of the devil's greatest fears is that you, this church, will begin walking in an end time revelation of the Holy Ghost and what he wants to do. How many of you say, Pastor, I want everything the Holy Spirit has for me? Do you know that when you got saved, the Holy Spirit was deposited in you? Do you realize that? How many of you wouldn't want somebody living in your house that you didn't even know? And some people have the Holy Spirit in them and they don't know anything about it. But today we're going to learn more. If you're ready, somebody say, come on. All right. Here we looking now in uh, text. Our bedrock text is John 14, 16, and 17 from the lips of Jesus. He said, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter, another helper. In the Greek, it's the alos parakletos. He said, I'll give you a helper. Alos means the same as me. He said, I'm gonna give you that comforter, that helper that is the same as me. And he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and shall be in you. If you're glad that the Holy Spirit of God is in you, come on and give him praise right now. I'm gonna preach a message entitled, Sign, Seal, Deliver. I just feel like saying, here I am, Jesus. Sign, seal, delivered. I'm yours. Can you say that today? Slip up your hands, Father. Release anointing in this place. May people know that we are signed, sealed, and delivered because of the Holy Spirit. We give you glory. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of praise right now. Before you sit down, tell two or three people, signed, sealed, delivered, I'm his. Yes. Now, I'm teaching 
from the perspective, the dove as an emblem of the Holy Spirit. Remember, an emblem is defined as a figurative representation of anything. So when we talk about the dove, it's an emblem of the Holy Spirit, the characteristics of a dove. We talk about the oil, the fire, the wind. There's so many things that are emblems of the Holy Spirit that the way that they function in the natural represents what the Spirit does in the supernatural. And today I wanna to talk to you mostly about the emblem of the Holy Spirit called the seal and why it's important for you un to understand that the Holy Holy Spirit is our seal. Now, among men, the seal authenticates. It indicates ownership. So the good news is the bad news was wrong. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, anybody authentic? Uh, you are authentically born again. You're not playing games. You know it's the real deal. Hallelujah. And the Holy Spirit seals you. Now look at Ephesians. I'm going to do some teaching today. If you're ready to learn, wave at me right now. Now, because today we're going to learn Ephesians 1 12 and 13 that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory in him you also trusted anybody trusted in him after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed what's this now you were sealed somebody say sealed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. If I don't say anything else, that's shouting stuff right there. When you, when you received Jesus, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Now, always remember, precious, and never forget that you've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. Are there any blood people in the room? Okay, I better ask you one more time again. I said, are there any blood people in the room? You believe in the blood. Everything begins with the blood. And what marks us and seals us, though, is not the blood. What seals us is the Holy Spirit. What redeems us is the blood, but what seals us is the Holy Spirit. The blood brought the blessing. Come on, somebody. That's why you need to speak the blood over your life, over your family, over your children, over your mind. But you say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, do I need to be sealed by the Holy Spirit? Even Jesus was sealed by the Holy Spirit. The Bible said in John 1.32, and John bore witness saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit just like Jesus is. However, there is a difference. I want you to understand something today and get this deep down in your soul. Christ was sealed because of what he was to himself. He was sinless. He had no issues. He had no problems. He had no failures. He had no maladies. He had nothing that was in his life that reeked of compromise. He was sealed because of what he was to himself. But we are sealed by the Holy Spirit because of what we are to him. 
some of y'all don't understand that yet, but when you understand it, it'll thrill your soul. We are not sealed by the Holy Spirit because we are worthy. We are not sealed because we are worthy. We are sealed because he is worthy. Uh, we, we are not sealed by the Holy Spirit because we got it going on. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit because Jesus made a way right out of no way. Uh, and here's the truth, y'all. We cannot be rejected by the Holy Spirit. Some of you have felt like the Lord is rejecting you. That is an absolute fallacy in belief. That is a tragedy if you're buying into that reality because you cannot be rejected by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will never reject what God has accepted through Christ. If Christ has accepted you, then the Holy Spirit has accepted you. Oh, hallelujah. And all I got to say is take that devil. Glory to God. Now, I want to elaborate on what the seal implies. I, I want you to understand now we are sealed not because we deserve it, but because Jesus made a way through his blood. And I want you to understand what the seal implies when I talk about the Holy Spirit as a seal. Number one, among men's a seal, among men, a seal signifies a finished contract, a finished transaction. Jeremiah 32.10 says this, and I signed the deed and sealed it. I took witnesses and weighed the money in the balances. He said, so I took the purchase deed, both that which was sealed according to the law and the custom and that which was open. What's recorded here is a transaction between Hanamiel and Jeremiah. And God uses this transaction of Jeremiah to illustrate his pledge that he would buy Israel back. He would restore Judah again to their own land. Now this document spoke of an agreement between two parties. The document is signed but the transaction was not finished or complete until it was sealed. And it could not be sealed until the prerequisites and the predetermined of the contract had been satisfied and met. Sealed, when it's sealed, it means that nothing is lacking in the contract. It means that the contract is valid and everything has been fulfilled. Now watch this. Many Christians live their lives in an up and down, feeling saved one day, feeling lost the next. Secure one minute, insecure the next. Feeling like you got power one day, feeling like you don't have power the next. Feeling like you got joy one day, and then you don't have joy the next. Feeling like you're washed in the blood one day and a rank center the next. But I need you to know, I don't want to upset the apple cart, but I need to let you know our worthiness does not, our feelings do not, how we think does not change the fact that we are saved even when we don't feel like we're saved. I said I'm saved even when I don't feel saved. I know I'm going to upset the apple cart with this teaching today, but nevertheless, I'm going to tell the truth. Man is another frail, failure when it comes to matters of righteousness. We, we can't consistently get it done by ourselves. We've proven it over and over again. Come on now. 
Adam and Eden, God tried man with innocence there and man failed. Adam to Noah, study your Bible. God left man to his own conscience and, and man failed there. The children of Israel, God said, I'm gonna put you in position and man tried under the law and man failed. But in spite of what man could not do, Jesus came and shed his blood on Calvary. And in spite of our failure, we see illustrated on the cross of Jesus Christ what God thinks of a man. Uh, you you want to know what God thinks of you? You want to know how the Father feels about you? You look at the suffering, bleeding, groaning, and dying Jesus on the cross and remember, we, he didn't deserve that, we did. And Christ took our place and met every prerequisite of the contract. Is there anybody here that's been bought with a price? If you're glad for the transaction of salvation, give the Lord a praise right now. <laughs> Stop trying to be worthy by yourself, you'll never do it. Stop trying to be good enough, you'll never be good enough. Stop trying to earn it, you'll never earn it. Jesus fulfilled the contract. You say, well, what did it cost? His blood was the purchasing price. Jesus bore the curse of the broken law and he paralyzed the devil. Come on, y'all. I said he paralyzed the devil. He paralyzed your past. He paralyzed your sin and no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper because the contract has been fulfilled. Somebody say it is finished. You, you're still trying to work on what's already done. It is finished. Tete teleste in the Greek. When Jesus said it is finished, it literally means paid in full. Tell your neighbor, paid in full. The contract for the purchase of you and me has, not, has been signed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And every condition of that contract has been met. We can't do it. We couldn't meet it. We couldn't make a way. But Jesus made a way. Tete teleste. It is finished. Completely fulfilled. Now watch this. When the Holy Spirit seals the contract, he seals that contract. He puts his seal on it because it is a done deal. And when the Holy Ghost becomes the seal, he seals the transaction. And church, that tells us since he sealed us, there's nothing left for us to do to be redeemed because Jesus paid it all. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, Jesus paid it all. Yeah, I don't have to be good enough, saved enough, denominational enough. I don't have to be Church of God, Assembly of God, Baptist. I don't have to be AME. I don't have to be Church of God of the get up, get down, turn yourself around. Can I get a witness? I am redeemed by the blood of Jesus, bought with a price, sealed by the Holy Ghost. All of heaven looks at you and says, sealed. Hallelujah. Even the devil has to look at you and know that ultimately you are sealed. Because the contract has been fulfilled. Now, Jesus said, it is finished. Sometimes you need to stare that dog of a devil down and say, it is finished. 
I said, it is finished. My God, it's water under the bridge. It's my past. Can you take a minute and give God praise for everything that's under the blood right now? I said, can you give God praise for everything that, boom, the contract has been sealed? Tell your neighbor, it is finished. So, so number one, among men, a seal signifies a finished transaction. But number two, watch this now. Things are sealed for security's sake. Now, Job said something so powerful. He said, my transgression, my sin, is sealed up in a bag. When something is sealed, that means it's closed. It means that access is denied. That, that means the matter has been sealed up. Some of y'all have been trying to rehearse your past and talk about your failure. And the enemy wants to rob you of your sense of security and wants to remind you of your sin. But I've come to tell you that our sin has been washed in the blood of the lamb and our sin is sealed up. Come on now. Job said in a bag. What does that mean? That means there's no vulnerable point in that bag because nothing can penetrate the sealing power of the Holy Spirit. That means nothing you did in your past has the power to penetrate what the Holy Spirit has sealed. Your past, your failure, that abortion, that act, that murder, that, come on, somebody might be watching, maybe you're at uh, Tomoka prison and you murdered somebody and you have regret and I understand that, but baby, whatever you did is underneath the blood of Jesus Christ and it is sealed, it is sealed, it is sealed, it is sealed, it is sealed. I'm so glad that it's sealed. <laughs> so some people don't know where you came from. We're going deep. Do you like this deep teaching? Wave at me if you like this. I didn't come with milk today. I came with meat. Come on, y'all. There was a sign a while back in front of the church, and they were announcing their Good Friday service. And the sign said, come together and let's remember our sins for which Christ died. Let me tell y'all something. That is so unbiblical. Because Hebrews 8:12 says, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Tell your neighbor no more. My God, that's praising stuff right there. That's shouting stuff right there. I would tell you today, stop trying to remember what God has chosen to forget. Now remember in the Greek, it means to recall, to hold in one's mind. Now embedded words in that Greek word, it literally means this, journey or go to a place. 
You ever been sitting there at your house or in your car or at your job and all of a sudden you journey to that place of failure? You go to that place in your mind. You go to that place where you've stored it up. If you study the word even deeper, it means to gnaw and chew. And some of y'all have got some things that are gnawing and chewing at you. And you keep going there in your mind. You keep recalling it. You hold it in your mind. But I'm glad that even though I may struggle with that, God is not like a man. Because when we are offended, if we're not careful, we'll let it gnaw at us. Even when we're smiling, we're gritting our teeth if somebody has offended us. Because deep down inside, we go back and visit the issue, but not the Lord. The Lord said, I will remember your sins no more. He said, I won't let it gnaw at me. I won't let it eat at me. He said, every time I look at you, I don't see your failure. I just see the blood. Glory to God. The Lord refuses to let it gnaw at him. In fact, when it comes to your past sin, your sin is sealed and God refuses to even go there. He won't even journey there. The places you've been journeying in your mind, God won't even go there. The devil will go there. Your friends sometimes will go there. Your enemies will go there. You'll go there yourself once in a while. But God said, I won't even go there. So I need to tell somebody today that you need to let the enemy know when he accuses you devil don't even go there hallelujah when somebody reminds you of your past say don't even go there when somebody tries to remind you they say yeah didn't you hey, yeah, yeah yeah I know you go to Calvary now I know you sit in church now but didn't you don't even go there come on didn't you have that effect don't even go there uh, don't you recall don't even go there how about your mess up don't even go there you know what you did I, yeah I know what I did but it's done it is finished it's sealed up in a bag don't even go there I dare you to tell everybody in your zip code don't even go there yeah 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 don't even go there I believe that God has saved us and we are sealed hallelujah Tell your neighbor, say, don't even go there. Take about 30 seconds to give God some praise for all that he sealed up in a bag. And this bag, you know, have you ever seen stuff that's water resistant, but it's not waterproof? That means water resistant to a certain level, to a certain feet. But once you get beyond that, it's not water resistant anymore. I, I, was, I live on the water and I have a little dock and I was looking, I wanted to get me a, a little boat. I, I didn't, but I might, you never know. But I, I was measuring my dock several years ago to try to figure out how long it was. And it has a little roof over it, you know, and I had, I'm, I'm not real mechanical. It's the truth. There must be guys like me to give guys that are mechanical a job. Can I get a witness? I'm not good at building stuff. I'm really 
gifted at breaking stuff. That is just something that sits on my life. Come on, y'all. But the truth is, I was trying to measure how long that dock was because I wanted to get me a little boat, and I wanted to see how, how big that, uh, that roof was. And I anchored my measuring tape at the end of the dock in, in that roof area, and I was so proud of myself that I was pulling that measuring tape, and it hadn't fell off. I said, look at me. Yeah, I'm about to go into construction here. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm 10 feet away, and I kept on walking, and I was so mesmerized by that tape measure that I didn't realize I was getting to the end of the dock. Y'all know what I did? I walked right off the end of the dock. I'm telling you, I, it was like cartoons. You know in cartoons when somebody's coming off a cliff and they try to run back? I was trying to get myself back on that dock and before I knew what had happened, I didn't fall cute. It wasn't even that deep, y'all. It was only about right here. But the way I fell, I fell all the way in. Hook, line, and sinker. I was completely drenched. And you know what happened? I lost my glasses. I lost my my phone got destroyed because it was not sealed. It was not waterproof. It was destroyed. But I've come to let you know it don't matter what you fall into, what people try to pull you into. You have been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to seal people to give God praise. Some of y'all are just going to replay that the rest of the day in your mind of your pastor falling in the water. Number three, the thing that is sealed, watch this now, it belongs to someone. When that transaction is complete, the thing that is sealed belongs to someone. This declares ownership. See, Haggai said this in Haggai 2.23, I will make you as a signet, for I have chosen you. Anybody glad you've been chosen? Oh, that's a few of you. I said, anybody kind of real glad you've been chosen? I think about 33 years ago, babe, I chose you, you chose me. And I want you to know, some of y'all say, well, you know, God only saves some and he only redeems some. I just believe in, uh, it, that, that the Lord just saves only some people he wants to save. That's a lie. The Bible said it's not my will that any should perish. It's not God's desire for anybody to perish, but here's the deal. I remember 33 years ago when I chose Dawn, it wouldn't have worked had she not chose me back. But when I chose her, she turned right around and chose me. And this text says in Haggai, I have chosen you. Is there anybody who knows you're chosen and you're thankful that you had the good sense to turn right around and choose him back? Now, we'll look at 1 Corinthians. It says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? That means he's in you, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. Oh, now we're getting real. For you were bought with a price. Come on now. Glorify God, therefore, in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now, we got to remember, never forget, we've been bought with a price. And the word bought there is the word redeemed in the original text. It re means to do it again, and deem means to bring back or to buy back. Tell your neighbor, he brought me back. Yeah, 
yeah I'm only here because he bought me back our redemption came at a great price it came at the price of the blood of Jesus Christ so it means to buy back check this out people don't get your praise people don't understand the the the, the, the intensity and the freedom that some folks have here in this church they just say I love Calvary like the music but the people get a little bit crazy and even the pastor I wish he would calm down sometime I, I like him he teaches good but you know I watch him jump he's too old to be jumping like that now when is he gonna stop jumping why does he praise like he praises see the truth is people don't understand your praise sometimes because they underestimate the magnitude of your comeback they mm, they don't know where you came from they don't know that he redeemed you and brought you back some of y'all here today know how close you were to losing everything losing your mind losing your family losing your purpose but did he not reach down and redeem you and bring you back oh god i need somebody who's been brought back by the blood give god a praise in here I got news for the devil. I'm back. Hallelujah. I'm back. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And our redemption then, precious, came at a great price. And that price was the shed blood of Jesus. That's why you can't allow yourself to feel unworthy or less than. Nobody in this room is more saved than anybody else in this room. Yo, come on now. Surely Pastor Dawn is. I was thinking that, but not even her. Come on, y'all. Nobody in this room is more saved than anybody in this room because we have been bought with a price. Somebody say price. Now watch this. Price is an appraised value. It's a determined worth. Oh, I'm about to go somewhere. I said price means an appraised value. It means a determined worth. Do you realize the value that you were to God? Do you realize the price that he paid? I've come to tell you, young person, stop allowing your sense of self-worth to be assaulted. Stop allowing your friends to determine whether you are good enough or not. I rebuke that off of you. I rebuke peer pressure off of you in Jesus' name. Young lady, I'm telling you stop worrying about being a perfect size this or a perfect size that or I gotta be like this or I gotta look like that the devil is a liar stop giving Instagram the ability to determine your worth stop giving people that are not even saved and don't even love Jesus the ability to determine your worth I'm about to set somebody free never give anyone or anything the power to dictate your worth because when you understand who Jesus is and you understand that the king of glory came to earth and shed his blood for you, you were bought with a price. You are a praise value. The Lord said, I looked at you and you were worth it. Hallelujah. He thought I was worth saving. Hallelujah. Anybody glad that he thought you were worth saving? For God so loved the world. Everybody knows that scripture, right? 
that he gave his only begotten son. That phrase literally means a son that he would have rather kept. But he gave, why? So that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have what? Have what? Have what? Everlasting life. What does that mean? That means I'm not my own. I'm God's property. That means we belong to Jesus. And the Holy Ghost, when he saw the blood, all it took to seal the deal was the blood. So it's signed in the blood. It's sealed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows how to seal the deal. Have you ever known people who did not have any talent about sealing the deal? They, they could wreck a good situation. Come on. But the Holy Spirit knows how to seal the deal. The blood was enough. So push your neighbor and say, the blood is enough. Yeah, yeah. Push your other neighbor and say, the blood is enough. Now tell everybody around you, say, I said the blood is enough. Yeah, that means I don't have to be good enough. I don't have to be saved enough. I don't have to be religious enough. I have been washed in the blood of Jesus. I have been bought with a price. I have been redeemed, signed, and sealed. But we're not stopping at signed and sealed. Pretty soon we're going to be delivered. I said signed, sealed, delivered. Here I am, Jesus. Come on now. Signed, sealed. I'm yours. Anybody been sealed by the Holy Spirit, washed in the blood? Now, number four. Get ready to land this plane. What does that mean? Nothing. Hallelujah. Things are sealed that they be, may be recognized by the mark of the seal. Mm -hmm. In other words, the seal causes recognition. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows them who are his. Let everyone who names the name of Jesus Christ depart from iniquity. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows them that are his. We are known by God not because we are part of the right denomination. We are known by God not because of our good works. We are known by God not because of our skill, gifting, or ability. We are known by God because we have been sealed by the Holy Ghost. The seal is on us. And God said, I know them that are mine. They can be in a situation where everything is going to hell in a handbasket, but I'll walk right in and protect mine because I know them that are mine. How many of you got children? How many of you know those children that are yours? Can I get a witness? And even when they're crazy, they're still yours. And even when they're struggling, they're still yours. And even when they're acting the fool, they're still yours. I've got news for you today. You belong to the Lord and you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Ain't that good news? All right, now, here we go. The concept of the seal to acknowledge the purchasing, so we've been bought, and the making 
of the believer, this concept would have been especially powerful to Timothy and the church that he led. Because Timothy was the bishop of the Ephesus church. And Ephesus was a maritime city. And there was an extensive trade in timber that was carried on there. Listen close now. And the method of purchase was this. After selecting his timber, the timber was then stamped with the own signet, the seal of the man who bought it. And this seal acknowledged ownership. This timber is mine. This, this, this tree belongs to me. This timber is mine. And it was sealed, every piece of timber. The seal acknowledged ownership. And very often, the, the owner did not carry his possessions off at the time. In other words, it was left in the harbor and it floated between other floats of timber. There was all kind of timber that floated in the harbor, but it had already been chosen. It had already been bought. It had already been stamped. And everyone knew that at some point, the merchant man is going to come back and he's going to carry away what he had purchased. Oh, y'all ain't there yet. I said, it was already bought, it was already paid for, but they knew that at some point, even though it was floating in the river right now, in the harbor, the merchant man, sooner or later, was destined to come back, carry away what he has purchased. Now, 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 beloved, we are like that timber. We have been chosen, we have been bought, and we have been stamped, and it's just a matter of time until our purchaser comes to get us. It is just a matter of time until Jesus comes in the clouds. It is just a matter of time until the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we which are alive and remain shall be harpazoed, shall be caught up. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. I know we've been signed and I know we've been sealed. But soon and very soon, we are going to be delivered from this world. I want everybody who believes in the coming of Jesus Christ. Give him a praise right now. Hallelujah. I know this is deep, but who's tracking with me? Who's understanding? He bought you and he's coming again and he's going to take you away. Let it be known. Even though we may, we may be floating among all kinds of trash and rubbish and ritualism and religion, and compromise, and carnality, and unbelief, and sin. Let it be known today that the Lord will have no trouble picking us out. When Jesus comes in the clouds, he'll know them that are his. You know why? Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands sure, having this seal. The Lord knows them that are his. He'll have no trouble recognizing us because we are sealed by the Holy Ghost. And I've come today to declare to you that he recognizes you. See, if I'm never recognized by you, I'll be okay as long as I'm recognized by him signed in the blood 
sealed by the Holy Ghost, delivered because we are bought with a price, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Owned. You ought to get a shirt that says owned and operated by Jesus Christ. Regardless of what you're facing today, you are marked. And the Lord knows exactly what you need. He recognizes you right where you are. Have you ever been in traumatic seasons? Have you ever had times in your life where you had long light, long nights and lonely days and nobody knew that your smile was a mask hiding a bunch of pain? That you look good in person, but in private you were struggling. And people around you could not recognize your pain. They could not recognize your struggle. But through it all, because you've been sealed by the Holy Spirit, the Lord said, I know where you are. I recognize the burden you're carrying for your family. I recognize the fact that you've been wrestling with depression. I recognize that you're constrained and concerned about your future. I recognize that the enemy is trying to beat you back because of your past. But that same Holy Spirit wants to give you the assurance that your debt has been paid. That you have been signed and sealed and delivered. Now, listen, I don't know what you're facing today, but tell your neighbor, say, I've been marked. Tell your neighbor, say, the Lord knows where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord knows what I need. Now, I could go so much deeper in this. How many of you like me to teach you a little more on these emblems? You're, get, you're getting something. Hallelujah. When I think about how good Jesus has been to me. Came here almost 25 years ago. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I just trust in God. I really was. I didn't know how to lead a church out of debt, out of struggle. But you see, I, I came here and I was a marked man. I was sealed. And when I think of the redemption that I've experienced in my life is almost overwhelming. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the ninety-nine. I don't deserve it, I couldn't earn it, but you gave yourself away. Only overwhelming, never-ending, reckless. 
Somebody raise your hands and say, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the night and I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it.
singing over the house, Liz. Just sing all the overwhelm.
I declare that you have what you have because God is good. And I break condemnation off of you. Come on. If I'm praying over you right now, just keep your hand up. I break condemnation off of your house. I break it off of your spirit. I offer your children because it is a spirit. And it is a familiar spirit. And I break that sense of self-worth that has deteriorated in your life, feeling unworthy. I break it off of you now. And I break it off of your children and your children's children. And I declare you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now, precious, we must not forge ahead without understanding the contract because the transaction doesn't really move into motion until the blood has signed it. The contract is signed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Tete teleste. That was literally a contract that the people used. Jesus said, it is finished. Jesus said, I signed the contract. Take, 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 let's take. It is finished. Anytime someone was in debt, when their debt was paid, take, 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 let's take was written across their contract and it was signed. Maybe today, you're not where you need to be with God. With heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're here today and you'd say, Pastor, man, I want to get in this transaction with Jesus. I, I want to walk in that place with the Lord. Pastor Riley, I'm not where I need to be with God, but I'd like to be. There's things in my life that alienate me and separate me from the Lord. So Pastor, will you pray? Will you pray for me? If you're not where you need to be with God, when I count to three, raise your hand. Are you ready? Pray for me, Pastor. One, since you're praying anyway, Pastor, pray for me. Two, there's things in my life that ought not be there. And I want it to be washed in the blood. Three, if that's you, slip up your hand right now. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hands in every section now. Come on. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it now. Come on. I want it to be finished. I want all of it to be behind me. If that's you and you slipped up your hand, here's what I want you to do. I want you to come right here to the front and I want to pray with you. I promise you will come by yourself. Begin to move right now. Begin to move right now. If somebody next to you raised their hand and they're apprehensive about coming, you get them by the hand and you bring them. Come on, y'all clap while people come. Oh, the overwhelming. Oh, I bet if you give God praise, people will come. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, Oh, can y'all give God praise? Look at him come. I don't deserve, I don't deserve to see you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming I don't deserve it, I couldn't earn it, still you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless All right, put your hand on your heart right now, everybody in the room, come on. We're about to enter into a contract with the Lord. So that means today it's going to be signed and the moment we say amen, it's going to be sealed. Hallelujah. Here and by.
by live stream around the world. If you'll pray this prayer, you'll be signed and sealed in this very moment. Hand on your heart, raise your other hand. Pray this prayer after me. Pray, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I come to you. I come to you. And I'm asking you. Forgive me for all my sins. Take my heart. Wash it clean in your precious blood. I've tried it my way. And my way doesn't work. But there's a better way. And there's a higher way. And that's your way. So today, I choose your way. I enter in to this transaction. I receive the contract price. Thank you that I'm redeemed. Holy Spirit, seal me now. I receive you as my own. Come on, altar workers, go right there and pray with them. Give all these a hand. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.